God bless my house. God bless my house. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Proverbs, chapter 9, subsection 1. Then we will hear the mind of God. There's a journey that the Holy Spirit uh, wants us to walk together and by his uh, leadership, uh, I hope that we are going to reach the destination that God has set for us this morning. Shout, God bless my house. God bless my house. I shout like you mean it, God bless my house. God bless my house. Proverbs 9, verse 1. Proverbs 9, verse 1. Are we there? Yes. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out and set up her seven perfect pillars. Can we read together in concert? One, two, three. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out and set up her seven Wisdom. Come on, someone shout wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, and I was speaking about wisdom, right? Uh, wisdom is a principal thing, but in all that getting, get understanding. And the Bible again says in the book of James, that James 1 5, that is there anyone among you lacking wisdom? Let him pray to God for the wisdom so that God may grant him wisdom. And this morning, I hope and I pray that God is going to give us wisdom so that uh, we may be able to build our houses. When I'm talking of my house or a house, it's uh, dimensional. So there are four dimensions that we're going to be touching as we deal with houses. So the first dimension of the house is your persona. You as an individual, you are a house. The Bible says, when a demon is cast out, it goes to the dry land. When it's in the dry land, it says, I'll go back to my house. And when it comes back to the house and sees that the house is furnished and garnished, it goes back and invites more seven wicked, diabolical, and vile demons so that your situation becomes worse. So yourself, you are a house. So when you pray, you must pray that God may release the dust of his glory upon you as a house. Then number two, your family, the immediate family, being it your marriage or where you were born immediately, it becomes a house. Then number three, your household, which is your immediate families and the extended family members becomes your house. Then number four, the nation in which I belong, South Africa, is a house. Zimbabwe is a house. Ghana is a house. America, Uganda, Namibia, Mozambique, Botswana, it's a house. Glory to Jesus. And we know that houses, these are structures that we build, structured with materials that are tangible and physical. But the house that we're going to deal with is a dynasty, a family, with its ancestors and descendants, which means when we talk of South Africa, it's a dynasty 
that has got its own descendants. And you, you are a descendant of a certain uh, family structure or a family team. So God is in the business of blessing people's houses. So you need to be in a position to build your house so that God may bless your house. So the Bible in the book of uh, Proverbs chapter 9, subsection 1, it's saying, Wisdom has built the house. She has yielded out and set up the seven pillars. So wisdom then is the female gender. The reason for that is because wisdom always is for the ability to be inseminated and become pregnant and conceive. So when wisdom is inseminated, becomes pregnant, it conceives. And wisdom has got children according to, to the Proverbs. The Bible says wisdom has got her own children. So it has got the ability to give birth to a family and a dynasty. We are under that dynasty of wisdom. And it has built its own seven pillars. And these seven pillars, I'm going to talk about them. Uh, and these seven pillars, these are seven pillars of each creational day that God has created for you. Which means when you start your day on Sunday, there's a pillar of wisdom in your house that makes your house to stand, that you must be in a position to be. Uh, to to clean to, to you and to understand and to know. So you must carry the forgings and the intelligence to know that every day has got its pillar. Monday has got its own pillar that makes your house to be strong. Shout God, bless my house. Tuesday. So each every day of the week has got a pillar that makes that day to be strong and for you to conquer and for you to progress in that particular way. We, we have got plans. The Bible says, man plans his own way, but it's only God that gives progress and it's God that establishes. So from the first day of creation all the way to the dispensation of grace and all the way to the millennium, the appeals that makes all these days to be strong. The seven rungs on Jacob's ladder, wisdom has built her pillars. Come on, somebody shout, pillars. The seven dimensions of authority, wisdom has built her pillars. And so it is so essential for every person to ask God for wisdom. Because for you to make it on a particular day, the first pillar that you must engage is the pillar of wisdom. As I told you, that each creational day has got a pillar of wisdom. So when James is coming and saying that, is there anyone among you who is making wisdom? Let him pray and ask God, and God is going to give you. He's looking at this according to Proverbs 9 1, that every day has a pillar that it has, that a person should move with. In Genesis 7, verse 1, Noah built his house, and God blessed Noah, 
in Genesis chapter 12, verse 14, in Genesis chapter 14, verse 14, I'm going to make a lot of references, of course, in Genesis 17, verse 13, in Genesis 17, verse 32, and many other, Abraham had built his house, even though he lived in a tent, Abraham built his house. In Genesis 26, and other verses, chapters, Isaac built his house, and God came to Isaac and blessed Isaac as he built his house. So Abraham is the father of his house, and God came and blessed Abraham. Then Isaac, as the descendant of Abraham, built his house, according to Genesis 26 and other chapters. Then God came and blessed Isaac because he built his house. Then the Bible says in Genesis 12, verse 17, Pharaoh had his house. So when the Bible is speaking about Pharaoh, Having his house, it's referring to his palace, it's referring to his nation that Pharaoh managed to build and establish his palace and establish his nation. In Genesis 28, when Jacob got to Bethlehem, the place where he met Laban and stayed with his uncle for nearly 20 years, the Bible says after acquiring. Uh, Laban's two daughters and two servants, the Bible says they brought and they gave him 12 sons and one daughter dinner. Then the Bible says when he left Laban's house, Jacob built his own house. So he said unto Laban, I have worked for you for many years. I have acquired wives. From your from your daughters, and I've acquired servants, and now I have got a league of children. Can, can you allow me to go? And the Bible says, when he left, he built his house. So the Bible again speaks about this, the wise man, according to Matthew, that the wise man built his house upon a strong rock, according to the scripture. And a man was foolish, he built his house on sand. And when the wind came, the wind blew against the house, and the house was destroyed. So when you are a wise person and you get the money, you now they build your house, which is yourself, and as well the house of your family on strong principles. So when the Bible is speaking about a rock, it's speaking about strong principles that are in Jesus Christ. When you build your house, don't build your house on fickle sins, don't build your house on shifting sins. When you're talking of shifting sins and fickle sins, we are talking of the philosophies of man. As I was talking to you prior to my preaching, that there were philosophies that were around the social media, and we, some of us, we built our houses based on that. But if you want your house to be blessed and to be a strong house, you've got to build your house 
unsalted spoons that are Jesus Christ. Don't build a house on sacred sins. When I built my house, I built my house on strong principles of that. When I am gone, I can hand over the legacy of my house to my grandchildren, that which are strong principles that can outstand this sickening sickness of people's mind. It can stand against the philosophers of the contemporary men when I'm gone. So, which means when I pure my hands on strong principles and I then transfer and I give my children the keys to the house that I built. I am not talking about a physical house. When I give the keys to my children, I am guaranteed that those strong principles that are going to outstand whatever philosophy that's going to come 50 years when I'm gone. Because contemporary men will always come with their philosophies. But I prophesy this morning that let God bless your house. In Joshua 2, it mentions seven times. In Joshua 6, it mentions six times. And it says that then Rahab's house, she built a house of all people that were in Jericho, the spies would think that they were going to look for Christians that were in Jericho, you would think that the Holy Spirit was going to lead them to the priests that were in Jericho, but they were led in the house of a national hooker by the name Rahabu. But if you read Joshua, you understand the Bible says, the Rahabu built the house. So the reason why Rahab is building this house is because we built Rahab's house, which is his persona, deep down Rahab, there is Jesus Christ hidden in the house of Rahab. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Because the house was open to all kinds of patrons and customers. The house was something that would not want to stay, but the reason why God is allowing the spies to get into the house of Rahab is because deep down inside there was the messianic hope inside Rahab's house. So the blessing of God and the dust of God's glory got to Rahab's house, which was yourself. Then collectively, the house gave the blessing of God to the extent that Rahab said, when you come back, you got to spare me. And the Bible says, God, through Joshua, said we are going to spare Rahab. Why? Because the Messianic hope was within Rahab. So his house was to present and to be blessed. I prophesy to somebody in this place that let God bless your house. As God is going to bless your house, it will heal to the collective house that you belong to. But let God's issue. I'm going to Jairus this morning. So when the spies were sent, they were sent not to save Rahab, but they were sent to save the Messiah that was buried in a house. So if 
the Messiah was not buried and hidden in Rahab's house. The spies were going to destroy, obliterate, and annihilate Rahab. But because of the Messiah, who is the killer of wisdom, Rahab had to be protected. So there's something hidden in your house. That's why you're still alive. We passed through the time of COVID-19 where people died like flies and we are still alive. There are people that are making incantations, people that are blowing hotel, people that are not sleeping to make sure that you die, but you are still alive. When it was inside your house, there is a messianic hope. God is seeing a generation in 2030 that's going to be delivered by your grace. And I have told you somebody in this place. The Bible in the book of Exodus chapter 16 verse 3, the Bible speaks of the house of Israel. The Bible says the house of Israel called the bread in which God gave the manna, which is the nation of Israel. There is Jacob who is an individual, God blessed him. Then there is the house, which is the nation, and God blessed the nation of Israel. That's why the Bible says there is no enchantment with Jacob as a house. Neither is there divination with Israel as a nation. And the Bible continues to say that God spoke to Jacob and his word fell on Israel. Which means when God spoke to the house of Jacob as an individual, his law and his word affected the collective house of Jacob. Which means all the siblings of Jacob became the recipients of the blessing of God that God spoke to Jacob. So which means this morning, when the dusty of the glory of God is going to reach my house, which is me, that dust is going to flow to Israel, which is my house as well. And I don't know this place. The Bible talks about the house of Moses and the house of Aaron. The Bible in many places talks about the house of David. Come on, somebody shout the house of David. Not a palace, but his household. Because now David, he had his house. Then he had the house as his own nation. Then he had his household where he had extended families. We know that he met Abigail, he met the shepherd, then he had many children. So when the Bible is speaking about the house of David, it's speaking about his household. Come on, somebody prophesy and say, God, God bless my household. Bless my household. God. God bless my nation. Bless my I know you say, God, God bless my life. Bless so the Bible now again says also the house of Absalom. And when it's referring to the house of Absalom, the Bible says, then the house of Absalom fought against the house of his father. So the Bible, when it's speaking about uh, Absalom, the Bible says Absalom wanted to enact his father through a coup d'etat, but the house of David stood 
against the house of Absalom. Why? Because inside deity, within the house of David, in a individual, within the lineage, there was a Messiah hidden within David. Am I moving something in this place? So Absalom could not prevail against his father David. No, because David was a good warrior, but within David, there was the hope of the nations. The messianic hope that was transferred from Hebrew, from Judah, coming down to the people like Ruth, coming down from Boasi, then it reached David. So when the house of Absalom rose up to fight against the house of David, it could not prevail. Why? Because there is a messianic hope in the house of David. Can I prophesy like a spirit? In the house that is going to stand and fight against you, it's not going to prevail. Why? Because there's a messianic hope in your life. When you get to Wednesday, first Friday, there is a pillar of wisdom within you that is going to become an anchor, that is going to become a bulwark, a pavilion, that's becoming your refugee. But within you, the reason why God is saying that you are going to live and you are not going to die is because within you, there is a messianic hope. God has replenished my life. And I feel as if this is the end of my life and this is the best that I can do. But when God is looking at you, He's seeing you with His people coming out together like Moses in two years from today. So there is a messianic hope in your heart. So if God is releasing a blessing over my life, He's releasing a blessing based on the hope that I can. We always say, Christ, the hope of glory. Greater is He that is in me than the one that is in the world. So you are a house that is happening power. You are a house that is happening the glory. So whatever house that will stand against life, it's not going to prevail. Can I promise you like a affiliate? The Bible in the book of 2 Chronicles 7, from verse 1 to 21, it talks about the dedication of the house of the Lord. The Bible says, then Solomon built God a house. After Solomon built God a house, he then dedicated that house unto God. And the Bible says that the glory of God rested upon the temple. And God said unto Solomon, whoever is going to come in this house, then make a request, a prayer. I'm going to share in heaven. Whatever. That's why if now you go to verse 14, that's why God now is starting to say, if I close the heavens, that there may be no rain. But if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, leave their sinful acts, and then start to pray, I shall bring peace upon their house with their nation, and I will allow them to prosper again, then my name shall continually be in this house which Solomon has built. So that's why if now you look at Daniel, the Bible says when Daniel was in Babylon, he did not forget the covenant that there is a house that kept God's blessing. The Bible says whenever Daniel could pray, he would open his window and his window was looking to Jerusalem and to that Jerusalem, that's where the temple 
which Solomon they dealt was. So is this strength reminding God that you say that whoever is going to make a declaration and pray, looking at this house, you are going to raise a blessing. So every time you could pray, opening the window, it was a strategy. It was not like he's allowing uh, air. It was an issue of ventilation. But the issue was about the covenant that God says that if you pray, looking at this house, I'm going to bless you. So there is a blessing in which when I make declarations and prayer, God hears. So Daniel was so prophetic, a student of prophecy and a student of history. I want to urge somebody that be a student of history and prophecy so that you actualize your potential in Jesus Christ. And the Bible continues to say that when Solomon dedicated this house, the glory came upon the house. And something like fire was seen, the dust of God's glory was seen upon the house. And the Bible says, and then priests could not continue their service. Then prophets could not prophesy. And all the services and administrations ceased. Why? Because the glory had taken over the house. So if God is going to touch my house, which is me, and my house, which is my family, and my house, which is my household, and my house, which is my nation, things that used to minister in my house, which is my life, is not going to minister. Why? Because upon my house, that's the power of God. Upon my house, there's the glory of God. Upon my house, there's the fire of God. So which means if poverty and lack used to minister, they are not going to minister. If negligence, rejection was ministering, these things are not going to minister. Why? Because the glory is upon life. If they were ministers that are diabolical, demonic, coming from a recognized region that used to minister in my house, they are not going to minister. Why? Because God is blessing the house. So this morning, devil is not going to touch me and is not going to control me. Why? Because God is blessing the house. So there is not going to be sicknesses in the house. Why? Because God is blessing the house. But we are not going to lecture the word of Christ. This is the house is Why? Because God is blessing us as a house. I'm not going to be subjected under demonic and satanic spirits. Why? Because God is blessing me. God is blessing the house. My children are not going to lecture. Why? Because God is blessing the house. I'm not going to become the statistics of the people that are not employees. Why? Because this morning, this morning, God is blessing the house. And my children are going to fail a skill. Why? Because God is blessing the house. So which means when my child goes to school, he meets for she meets 20 people in the same class with the house that are carrying different spirits. Those spirits are not going to steal my child's knowledge. Why? Because when she goes to school on Tuesday, she's getting a pillar of wisdom. Then the glory of God is upon his life. So which means if the people are saying, I can never sign like I need in this place. 
to accept that you still, my children, is mine. If the teacher is, in a, is on the assignment and agenda and pay of the devil, whatever he's going and she's going to do to other children, my house is blessed. That's why God said, Touch not my anointed ones. No, do not try to sin. Why? Because God is blessing my house. I want to have people in this house. Amen. But I said, God is blessing my house. Yes. What was ministering in my life in general? In February, in March, up to this present second, those things are not going to minister. Why? Because God is blessing my house. In Nehemiah, the Bible says there is joy in the house of the Lord. So joy and happiness, they are two different things. I may be unhappy, but I always have joy. Amen. I am unhappy because I don't have money to pay my bills. But the joy of the Lord becomes my strength. So there is joy in the house of the Lord. It's not happiness, but it's joy. Can I prophesy like a spirit? Amen. I may be unhappy, because of the economic situations, because of how things are happening in South Africa, because of how people are treating me, because I've not yet achieved my dreams and my visions, because I'm not where I want to be, and I've not yet achieved the things that I thought by now at this age I should have achieved, because I don't have destiny connectors in my life. I don't have that value which I want. I live at a place of stagnation and limitation. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. I may be unhappy because of how things are happening in South Africa. Prices of goods and services, they are escalating. But I got the joy of God. I may not be happy because of the mass and the grace of my child. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. So Nehemiah said, there is joy in the house of the Lord. I may be unhappy because of the place where I'm staying. It's more, it's dirty, and it's a one room. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. Can I pray and prophesy into my I may be unhappy because of the way that people are treating me. They are treating me like an identity. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes. I may not be happy because of my wonderful, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes. I may not be happy because of how people are then dropping me. But what I know is the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes. So when I come to the house of God, I am coming to the place of my joy. So when I am not happy, that does not stop me from being joyous. The Bible says, I say unto you, rejoice, and again rejoice. Which means you did not hear the first time. So I got to repeat it again and say, rejoice once again. And I may be unhappy because of the threshold of my salary. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. I may not be happy because of what I achieved as I don't have what it takes for me to be promoted at my workplace. But the joy of the Lord 
Christmas anything. In the book of Ezra, chapter 1, subsection 2, the Bible speaks of a foreign king who had nations under his authority. He accepted the assignment to build God's house. The Bible says that there is Cyrus. He then said, I will build God after God gave him an assignment to build him a house in Jerusalem. So he then said, because God said so, he don't have a bargain for a king. I will build God a house. That must be your desire. And the Bible says, when he built God a house, then God blessed his house. Then he said unto God, you have made me to one battles in my life. You have left me beyond measure. You have given me a household, a, a name. But I want to build you a house. And God said unto David, because of the blood that is in your hands, I'm not going to allow you to build me a house. But gather the resources that I needed to build my house. Instead, I will build you a house. Then your son Solomon will build me a house. So, which means if I have that mentality, I have that vision to build God's house, it will be a God's property to then build my house. Which means whenever I come to the house of God, praying, singing, sweeping the house of God, what I'm doing, I'm building God's house. Then when I do that, God will then build and bless my house. So which means when I come to the house of God and I pay my funeral, my tithing, I am building the advancement of God's house. Then when I do that, God will then start to build my house. So which means I'll do my best in building God's house. Then God will do the rest to build my house. That's when when you go back home, you have got a testimony. Why? Because I'm building God's house. When we come to pray here, what we are doing, we are not wasting time, but we are building God a house. So when I do build God a house, He then builds my house and they come as testimonies. That's when now my sibling, my sister and brother, they then call me and say, I got a promotion at my workplace. Then my sister, my brother, they then call me that I'm about to get married. Why? Because as I build God's house, God will bless my household. Can I prophesy let us fit in the book of Psalms 23, verse 6? The Bible says, surely, goodness and mercy. Can I take it from verse 1? In the book of Psalms 23, the Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd. Come on, shout. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord. And he makes me to lie down in great pastures. He makes me to walk in paths of righteousness. You know, I walk through the valley of shadow of death. I fear no evil. Why? Because I'm the house that God is building. And the Bible says that He anoints my head with oil. My cup overflows through goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell where? In the house of God. Because this is the place where God blessed my life. Am I talking to somebody in this place? 
I want to talk to somebody in this place. That there are people that spend the Jew with a black brush. They say Jesus is not going to do anything with your life. You are about to become something as God said unto Saul. That as you meet a house and a company of prophecy, you shall become a prophet and you shall become a church man. So God is about to enter your house so that when you come out and start to do your business on Monday, people are going to be the place standing and astounded. How come last week you not do business this way? Tell them that God has come to my house. Yeah. I want to put a summon into life. Yeah. That if God wants to bless your house, yeah. He doesn't care that in your house the property is bad. Yeah. Your property may be your heart. He comes and sits with you and blesses you. Can I prophesy like a spirit? I'm reminded of the woman of Samaritan. The Bible says she came unto Jesus when Jesus was sitting on the well. And Jesus Christ said unto the woman, Can I have a drink? And this woman said unto Jesus, The Jews and the Samaritans, they don't have demons. And Jesus Christ said, I understand where you are coming from. It's because of religion. But if you know the person that is talking to you, you are going to ask him for water. Because what I carry does not take thirsty, but it takes the thing that makes a person to become thirsty. Your water is only the temporal, ephemeral, but my water is gets the maturity. When you drink my water, you will never come back to this world. And the Bible says, when Jesus spoke to this woman, this woman said unto Jesus, that this world becomes from the house of Jacob. Our father drank from this world. And Jesus Christ said, I don't care. I am coming from a greater house, which is the kingdom of God. And the Bible says, when you are speaking to this man Jesus, he then says unto the woman, where is your husband? And the Bible says, the woman says, I don't care. And Jesus Christ said, even the one that is in your house is not yours. That when this woman said unto Jesus, you prophesied right in my life, you can prophesy. Jesus knows your house and he wants to put order in your house. And Jesus Christ said unto the woman, now that you know that I'm the Messiah, you got to go back to your house and tell your house that I met with Christ. Yeah. The Bible says when she went back to Samaria, she then told the people of Samaria that I met the men that have known me, a man who is better than the men that I met. Can I prophesy? There is a man that is about to come to a house. Come on, shall God bless my house? And she became the greatest evangelist of all time. Why? Because Jesus said, I want to deal with your house. Can I prophesy like a faith? I'm reminded of Jairus. The Bible says he came unto Jesus Christ. And said unto Jesus Christ. My daughter, she's the only one that I have. She's sick unto death. And the Bible says, Jesus was this. And the Bible says, Jesus said unto Jesus, that he though you are busy, I understand authority. Speak away and my daughter will recover. So if you read about Jairus, you must say, man in authority, a man in charge of hundred soldiers, 
And after jealousy, you was under the authority of a governor, and a governor of Rome. And a governor was under the authority of a jury, and a jury was under the authority of a Roman senator. And a Roman senator was under the authority of Julius. So which means from Julius, there was a senator, a jury, a governor, and then Jairus. So he understood how authority works in my prophecy like affinity. So he said, I then understand you that you are coming from a house of authority. Just come to my house and speak a word. The Bible tells me that Jesus Christ said, Don't worry, I've spoken the word. Your daughter, she is recovering, but let's go to your house. So Jesus Christ was so obsessed about houses. He said, You though I bless and build your daughter, I want to get into house so that I put order in your house. So why is Jesus Christ going to Jairus' house? Along the way, going to Jairus' house, there was a woman who was waiting for Jesus Christ, who was supposed to become the bridge between what Jesus Christ was doing and apostolic function and dispensation to come. The Bible says when Jesus Christ was going to Jairus, there was a woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. The Bible says she came after Jesus. Then she tied the hand of the garment of Jesus. Why was he having this trouble for 12 years? Yet 12 years of trouble and yet 12 years of being in a difficult situation, it was representing the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 tribes that were defected. So when she came unto Jesus, Jesus Christ said, I must heal you so that the dispensation of apostolic may be a better dispensation. So this daughter who is dead was confused and then came upon the son like affinity. So Jesus Christ said, as I touch you, we are dealing with the 12 tribes of Israel. As I'm going down to touch Jairus' daughter, I'm going to touch again the 12 dispensations of apostolic that is about to come. So that my house may be complete. So Jesus could just have said, be healed, daughter of Jairus, and leave you. But he said, I want the way. I'm supposed to live with something that's going to bring order. Can I prophesy like a spirit? I know that you are saying that in your heart. And people say, no one is going to make it. But I'm here by the grace of God. That the blessing of God is life. And God is going to change your family and your nation. He's going to start with you, baby, touch your nation. And God's going to bring transformation in your family. He's looking for the person that is sitting on the head. The book of John says, I've sought for a man that can stand on the head and I've found none. Can I prophesy Your house is about to get the glory of God. Your house is about to be touched by God. Your business is your house is about to be visited by God. God is not interested in to speak the blessing in your life. But he wants to enter your house and touch your house. That's why the Bible says out of the bad buttons of the heart. The mouth speaks it. So when I am in the place of the heart, it's my house. I got to prophesy and say, God bless my house. The devil has been ruling in my house. But my prayer and my prophecy this afternoon is that God touch and bless my house. I'm 
coming from a pedigree that has been defected and tainted. But I'm saying, God, if you're going to start, teach me, oh God. I know that you're passing through trajectories because of the ancestry and the pedigree where you are coming from. But God is telling me this afternoon that I'm about to touch your house. You are going to be a different person, a peculiar person. That's why Peter said that, don't you know that you are a peculiar nation? You are a royal priesthood and the love one of God. I'm a different house. Can I prophesy like a spirit? The Bible says when Abraham knelt with Melchizedek, he then spoke and blessed Melchizedek. And then Melchizedek blessed the house of Abraham. And when the house of Abraham was blessed, he was blessed unto Levi. I got to prophesy to somebody in this place. Good thing, man of God. I've been trying to go and fasting unto God. But it seems like things were not happening in my life. I want to tell my God is about to visit your house today. If you're going to sleep, I don't want you to sleep like a baby. I want you to sleep with expectation because God is about to visit your house. If you're going to do your business, expect the visitation of God. Because God is about to bless your house. I know that you've been struggling with things in your life. There are problems that are stubborn, reconstruct and practicing in your life. And you are saying, I don't know how these problems are going to move away. But I'm here to tell you that God's going to visit your house. Things are going to become better in your life. If God visited David's jealousy, I want to prophesy into life that there is a visitation of God coming to life. Whenever God visits people, he does not just visit anything, he visits you with a word and with an inventory. I got to prophesy into life. There is a blessing that is coming upon life. That's why the Bible says this is Jacob, the house and the generation that sees God and find him. Lift up your heads for your gifts and be lifted up. You are a generation of Jacob and Abraham. The Bible says if Abraham is your father in your house, then the blessing of Abraham is yours. So I'm no longer coming from the house of the Jabbaukas. I am becoming and coming from the house of Abraham, which means the blessing that was upon Abraham is supposed to come in my life. The battles that Jacob warned. Going to win because God is for me. Come on, somebody goes up to bless your house. I'm going to go somebody that your joy is your house, God is about to bless you. I don't care what they say, I can it life. I don't care the limitations that they put against my fish. Why? Because God is about to bless your house. I don't care what they say. God is about to bless your house. I don't care with the friends that you have. God is about to touch and bless your house. The man prophesying in the food. I'm coming from a house of Manasseh Gideon. He said, My house is the least house in Israel. But God said, Inside you, Gideon, as a person, there is hope of Israel. Inside you, there is a child. Can I prophesy to somebody in this place? You are coming from a family that were living 
spiritual sin, people they don't even keep you in rage. But God is telling that inside of you there is a giant that you need to wake up. Come on, that giant, let's wake up right now. Can you stand your feet right now and start to pray and say, God, bless my house. The prayer that you can make this afternoon is God bless my house. God bless my house. God bless my house. I told you, you come somebody say, God bless my house. God bless my house. Into the pillar of today. 
I start my Monday tomorrow. Let the pillar of Monday be activated upon my life. As I get into truth, the wellness and wisdom, let these three pillars of wisdom be activated in my life. Finding and separate. I invoke the activation of the pillars of wisdom. So I degree and I declare all the wrongs in my family. Let them be cleared by the seven pillars of wisdom. Say all in other wrongs. That I may do on my week. I prophesy. Let the seven pillars undo all the wrongs. So I decree and I declare. God bless Abraham. God bless my family. Bless me. As an individual, bless us as a family, bless us as a household, bless us as a nation. Say, I decree and I declare, as I prophesy right now, Lord my God, let the joy of your house. Come to my house. I decree the night today. Let the joy of your house come to my business. Let the joy of your house come to my family. So that there may be unity and unison between me and my siblings. Between me and my aunties, between me and my uncles, bless our house. So I need to Every member of my family practicing witchcraft, opening demonic doors. So I pray right now. Let the joy of God. Upon your lives, every realization that only God is the one who opens doors that no man can close. See, so as I leave this place, I'm tipping into the joy of my family. See, so as I leave this place. That dust of your glory is resting upon my house. That favor of your glory is resting upon my house. The excellence of your glory is resting upon my house. Say the prosperity of your house is transferred to my house. See, I decree and I declare. As I prophesy, I want you to put your hands together and start to make this prophetic 
which is God's house, we pray that heaven may come to our lives. Let heaven come to us. Let heaven come to the sea. I need to pray to Let heaven come to our businesses. As it is in heaven, we promise let it be upon our lives. As it is in heaven, so are we in this place. God bless our house. We promise let there be a prophetic and apostolic colonization of God's house in our houses. I promise there is going to be a special imperialistic colonization in your houses. Why? Because heaven is descending upon your house. No sickness in my house. No in my house, no fighting in my house, no rejection in my house, no failure in my house. God bless my house. Father, we thank you. Father, we honor you. Father, we bless you. We exalt you this afternoon. Thank you for your blessings in Jesus' mighty name. And as we this.